Vibe Machine Hi everyone, Josh Kiff here from Undercovers Podcast and this is episode 3 of our Brandon Reich series where we discuss some of the best modern album art design that Brandon has created. This episode focuses on 21 Pilots but I encourage you to check out the previous two episodes before delving into this one. You'll get all of Brandon's backstory and hear all about Beartooth and Under Oath. We begin this episode by discussing the colour palettes for both 21 Pilots albums I've just mentioned. So let's take it away. Vibe machine. Once again, you've got the red for blurry face, and then you've got the um the yellow for trench. And I thought I'd start with with blurry face. And I'm not the the biggest Twenty One Pilots fan. I don't know a lot about them to be completely honest. And but I do love the album designs and blurry face. I mean, the first question I've got is, did you expect it to blow up like it did? I mean, I was reading last night that every single song on that album reached gold status in America. That is, and the first yeah. band to ever do that, that is just insanity. That is millions and millions and millions of plays, downloads, and, and purchases. And and the second one is, can you can you explain the narrative around that one for me? Well, um, we like to keep a lot of things as secret as we can, but I think there's plenty of stuff here <laughs> that has become somewhat common knowledge that at first we really... We want to instigate as much discovery as we possibly can with the fan base. We want mm. them to go off and discover things and come up with the meaning on their own. There's much more power in them deciding the meaning than us telling them what the meaning is. But I think that Tyler is a pretty powerful, driven, competitive guy. Like he's a he's definitely a force. And you know, when people are curious about 21 Pilots success and then they meet Tyler, I would think there's a light bulb that goes off where they're like, oh, I see. This is the engine <laughs> pushing this whole thing along. I understand now why 21 Pilots is so successful because this guy thinks totally different. His approach is totally different. And he has never tried to go the common way or did what the label or the whoever set told him to do. He has been very clear on this is the direction I want to go. This is what my standards are. And this is the this is where we're going to go. Right. So this very competitive person, um, you know, there's a vulnerable side to him of these insecurities that I I almost feel like, um, you know, his competitive nature is there to kill the insecurities and all that stuff. You know, and, I, and I've talked about it a lot <laughs> and I've, I've written a lot about it. But essentially, he wanted to give a name to this and the name he came up with. And I don't know if he came up with it in a dream. I, for some reason, I feel like when he first presented it to me, it was this dreamlike character, mm. but um, he named it blurry face. And so blurry face is this very obscure character. And he also told me he wanted nine dots on the cover. And I didn't know how to make the nine dots work with what we were doing, but for whatever reason, like, you know, I've always been intrigued with how, vast and dynamic 21 pilots music is every song has mm. a different feel to it every song has a different texture so i thought you know i started thinking along the lines of let's give right. every song its own its own pattern because also going backwards i was thinking about merchandise and at the time patterns and stuff like that was also was just a lot of you know it was great stuff for merchandise at the time like there's a lot mm. of things going on that way and I wanted to have this really effective toolbox for everything I would do. I wanted to know that when I get the work done for the album art, 
I have this huge toolbox with which to make merchandise and ad mats and everything I'm going to make for the next couple of years. Right. And um, so I gave every song its own pattern. And I kind of thought of all of these patterns working together into one big tapestry. So and then over top of that, I wanted this other figure that was kind of disconnected and weird to be part of it. So I put this odd little painting of this blurry face character on a transparency. Mm. So what happens is you can take the, you know, with die cut um, sleeve, you can essentially take this tapestry, this chaotic thing of all these patterns mixing together. And once you put it in that tapestry, it all makes sense. And each one Mm. of those nine dots gets filled with pattern. And then you can also take this very odd thing of this blurry face painting on a transparency and slide it in. And all of that mess then makes sense. And all of that blurry face goes away and people can see it clearly. So there's some narrative here about we're all very chaotic and messy inside. Um, But when we try to show ourselves to the world, we do the best we can to button it up and get it all together and get it all clear when really there's chaos underneath what we are. You know, so like I love on the first pressings of the CD and the first pressings of the vinyl. You have this nice, clean looking cover and then you pull out all these elements and it all starts getting very chaotic when you pull it out. But then once you put it all back together, it's it's almost like, okay, we've got ourselves together. Let's see if we can go out into public. And I think that's what (laughs) a lot of I think that's a lot of what kids kids are wrestling with is like Mm, they're dealing with a lot of things, a lot of anxiety. They're dealing with a lot of depression. They don't know who they are. Mm. They're having, you know, a hard time understanding themselves and all of this stuff and as are all of we you know all of us are going through the same exact thing and um, every day in order to everyone does it so so i thought that that was kind of a neat way um and when it all came Mm. together i don't even know if that was the point at first but i know that it all started making sense halfway through creating the artwork that it was almost like there was all this noise until you put the cd back together and you could like you could just stop the noise for a little bit. You could breathe for a little bit. But once you open mm. that thing up again, we were getting back into the chaos. And um, <laughs> it made a lot of sense to me. And I, and I hope that well, resonated. I'm, I know it's kind of a weird layout. Um, I'm really glad that that is my first real official layout. Um, because, I mean, that's it. That's my, that's my number one. That's my first layout I ever really did. I mean, I've done stuff for friends. I've done... I've probably done 10 CD packaging throughout that whole like 15 career prior to that, 15 year career prior to that. But the blurry face one was complete creative control over everything on that layout. And it was done quick. And there was, you know, there was a, there was a pretty crazy timeline to do it, but I'm still pretty happy with, with how it turned out. Oh, and you definitely should be. And to have it blow up, like I was saying, to the extent that it has, and then, Trench has just cemented the band. You know, I think yeah. it's still charting in Australia. It's been out for a while now, and I, I know it was still charting in America. It's just huge, and the band every single just seems to top the charts. And it's a great thing for for that style of music, and that there are still bands out there doing that sort of thing in today's day and age. But I wanted to talk about Trench because you've gone from the red of Blurry Face, and I do love the collage of all of the patterns. I, that 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 to me says so much without saying anything. It's incredible. But but then you, you move to Trench. And you've got, is it, it's an eagle on the front, isn't it, or a hawk? 
A vulture. It's a weird a Australian vulture that has uh, a lot of vultures are hairless on their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's Australian. I don't know. You just, you have to go outside and look around and see if you see that guy anywhere. <laughs> it's probably a bald eagle. It's probably yeah. That's probably yeah. what it is. So and that's probably why I'm I'm familiar with it. But uh, you, you you talked a lot about the band members and do they have for that album cover? Did they have a lot of say again? Was that a narrative that they came to you with, or yeah. was that one that that you sort of took control on? See, this is more like trench was something that we had been talking about, and I had been talking very intimately with Tyler about it, like from. Mm. I think before, I don't know, I, I feel like they weren't done touring Blurry Face yet, and we had started talking about this new album. I can't call it Trench because I also remember the moment when Tyler looked at me and said, so wait, is the album called Trench? Like he had like <laughs> thought of that word, and he was asking us out loud, is that... And so I knew it then, and I was like, yeah, that's it. Of course it is. <laughs> like, you just said it, man. Like, it's it's going to be it. But... um. No, so like, gosh, we were talking about this for so long, and I feel like that song, Jumpsuit. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit, cover me. Jumpsuit, jumpsuit, cover me. Hmm. That was the first one that I'm aware of. I'm pretty sure that that, um, when we went down in Tyler's studio and heard that song, and it all just got very organic. And I think that, um, I think that Tyler wanted to create this other world to tell the story you know what i mean like Mm. you know he had been successful it wasn't like the all of the depression anxiety woe is me stuff became less interesting to him if it was all very personal because he also can be honest about what do i have to complain about you know like Mm. things are going really well for me so he got more intrigued with telling the story actually he came into my office at my house and sat down right beside me at the desk. And I remember he put his elbow on the table and he put his hand on his forehead and rubbed his forehead in this way of like, I'm about to tell him so much insane stuff. (laughs) And he sat there and for the, I think probably the next hour and a half, he told me what he wanted the record to be about. And he told me what the story of this whole world was and very in-depth stuff, stuff that's so in-depth that I don't think anyone is ever going to pick up on it because there are so many layers to the story. But he had been very concise about the way he wanted to create a dynamic within a world that was comparable to the adversity that he faces on his own, right? So it's like... Mm. Let's use some world as a metaphor for what we're all going through. So then it became also about, you know, telling the details of the, of the world, the history of the world, all of that stuff, mm. and then des- designing the world itself. And then when you design the world, you start thinking of the textures and the, the colors and all that stuff. And mm. I know he wanted yellow. He wanted yellow from the very beginning. I think that he had, they had even hinted at, um, you know, Josh's hair at the Grammys and, um, Jenna's mm. dress, his wife's dress, like they did yellow. So it was kind of a natural thing that we're going to do yellow next. Um, so yellow was always this accent, powerful color that was in it. But there was this other world where it wasn't just going to be yellow and black because there was this other world that was much more earthy and organic. And we'd even at first thought about um, having all this different vegetation or flowers that would be um, specific to each song. And, you know, we had kind of done the same thing on Blurry Face where the pattern mm. equal to song. 
And we didn't really mm. want to keep it that strict. We kind of just wanted to have a palette of these flowers and vegetation and plants, which I then later made a camouflage pattern out of, um, yes, which we've yes. used on a ton of merch and stuff. So, so all of those little flowers have some meaning attached to what the record's about and all this stuff. But again, it's just this, uh, this thing that we tend to do where we just build this massive story and it's okay mm. if that whole story doesn't come out. It's okay if every little element of that, but we know if we have this massive story and this massive narrative with which to make decisions based off of, it's going to keep the whole entire brand much more cohesive. And I think mm. it's again, like we're doing another cohesive brand with this trench record. And I remember at the end of the blurry face album cycle, they did a few shows in Columbus and they called it Torde Columbus. And I remember showing up to the arena and the whole entire line was covering everything and it was all red and black. Right. Wow. It was so powerful. I'm like, and I was thinking there and I was like, I have got to figure out a way to repaint this entire line for the next album cycle. <laughs> and I at that, that point, thought. we didn't know what it was going to be. But um, but then it ended up being this whole, um, you know, drab olive green. And then at the very I mean, I don't know when this was. That was very late in the game. Tyler hmm. came to me and said uh, he texted me or something. He's like, hey, but no, he called me. He said, um, what do we what if we do something with like, I don't know, like tape, like like yellow tape? <laughs> and I'm like, OK, let's figure it out. And then it was just like. <laughs> Whoa, it became the whole brand. This yellow tape mm. thing became the whole brand. So essentially what happens is that there's this world outside of conformity that we call trench. And there are these rebels outside in this world who have figured out a way to make themselves to, to live outside of the conformity. So it's like, we'll take the harder road if it means we're doing life on our own terms than take right. the easy road where life has been fed to us and we're being told what to do. That's essentially the core of what these worlds are. And what's really special about it is these people out here, the rebels are called banditos. So when you see the banditos, they're, they've got these, you know, you know, dr you know, like drab and olive green and military green type of mm. uh, clothes, but they have the yellow tape wrapped around their arm or across their chest, whatever it is. It's just the marking of, um, this is who I am. And it's also believed mm. that there's people inside the conformist world that can't see that vibrant yellow color. So what is really powerful about this is if you're out in this world all alone, um, there's this other entity that you're terrified of. But that entity that you're terrified of, that bandito camp or whatever it is, when you finally approach them, the feeling of that bandito taking a piece of yellow tape and wrapping it around your arm and letting you know you are safe, you are one of us, um, mm. that is so powerful. So what I've always thought of, You're joining the rebellion, brand, in a way. right. And, and what I've always thought of with this brand and is, and we've used this story a lot, um, within 21 pilots, there's this, you know, there's this kid in the middle of America that, that, um, you know, he's different in his school. He's kind of scared. He, he, he loves 21 pilots and he knows, um, in two months and five days, that 21 Pilots concert is coming to an arena, you know, two hours away from him, right? So he's counting down the days he can't wait, but he's never been to an arena show. And I think he pulls up to the arena and it's like this mecca, this amazing thing. He sees all these people, but he's still terrified because he doesn't know anyone there. He's just going there because he loves hmm. the band. He stands in line. He's kind of timid or whatever, but there's this feeling of when he walks in the arena, 
all of these cool kids with their green and yellow and all this stuff that seems so massive to him. And then one of these kids come up to him with a piece of yellow tape and wrap around his arm and make that kid know that he's home. Like he belongs there. He's one of them. That is it. That's what 21 Pilots is about. Like it's that inclusion. That is so cool. That meaning that of community. We are yeah. all banning. Yeah. We are all banning together for a common goal and we're going to be who we are. We're going to be creative on our own terms and uh, we're not going to let this fire inside of us die. That's what all of this stuff is. Like every design decision is made based on that core way of thinking. Like this, do all of these decisions that we're going to make for the marketing, for the artwork, for the ad mat, for the single covers, for all of this stuff, do they all still make sense with this core narrative that we're building here? Mm. And mm. this allows me as a designer and as a thinker or whatever to kind of do all those things that I love doing. I love like mm. coming up with a bigger story. I love finding a place for someone to feel included. I love, I love mm. like pulling at the heartstrings of somebody. I love all of this. And with art, with this model, the way we're doing tension division, the way we're doing these branding cycles, all of those things that I love, um, we're able to do those and we're able to carry them out and kind of be driven by a much, uh, stronger narrative it's it's so much mm. more than just the album cover it's so much more than mm. just the design work um and 21 pilots is just it. this once in a lifetime you know they, they're this mm. once in a lifetime band that i get to work for and i don't know if i'll ever have <laughs> this experience again <laughs> and but man i am i am right smack dab in the middle of exactly where i want to be in my career right now like i i love this so much and i love this work so that much is... and i am so deeply honored to be able to work for 21 pilots that is so cool, and it is such a great narrative and a great story that the band have, that you have, that the that the packaging has, that the the whole 360 experience has. And, and once again, everyone who's listening, if you go and check out um, Brandon's website, you'll actually see, if you go to the Trench page and you scroll down, you'll actually see an image, and it's really striking. It's a shopfront display, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, Brandon. What? have to <laughs> but uh it's it's with the yellow and it's literally going up and down the corridor and it just has that impression of being so much bigger than what you would expect it to be and so much more powerful yeah um and it just yep. is absolutely incredible so congratulations on that and let's hope that and i'm sure the band are already thinking on the next album and the one after that no doubt no doubt indeed wasn't that incredible I wasn't a huge fan of 21 Pilots, but ever since hearing the backstory and the relationship the band have with Brandon and their audience, I've been purchasing albums, listening repeatedly to tracks, watching video clips, I've fallen in love with the band, and a lot of it has to do with the album design and the complete concept that Brandon's created. Next up in this series is Weezer and their Black Album, which is another amazing story. If you are loving this series, please give the show a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and check out the other artists in the Undercover series. They are all just as incredible as Brandon. Vibe Machine